0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Folks, football season is here, and Live Casino is where FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sporting app, comes to life. Step up and place your bets as our self-service kiosks or with a sportsbook representative, then cheer on your team and catch every heart-pounding moment of action on our huge 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh. Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And hey, I'm in a good mood. Steelers win. Maybe their season isn't going anywhere, but it was great to see a win. A pretty well played game by the black and gold. Well, let's they both are black and gold. Um, you know, it was a battered Saints team that committed a lot of penalties and was not very impressive. But you're supposed to win those games in this league. And, uh, you know, great run defense without allowing any explosive plays. Some big plays sprinkled in from the defense. And the Steelers ran the football. I mean, I think last week we were talking about what are some optimistic things for going forward. And the thing I was least confident about getting fixed or changed is a running game. So uh, here's how we're going to do this. If you're new, welcome. Spread the word. Uh, I think you'll dig it. But every Sunday night... As soon as the late games end and before the kickoff for uh, Niners Chargers, I sit down with you guys for a couple minutes and give my first reactions. Tomorrow will be on second reaction, you know, re-watch a game, do more homework, be on top of snap counts, things like that that I don't have access to now, but I'd like to get this to you as quickly as possible. Um, break the podcast up into two, as we always do. Going to start with some stat stuff and what in the reflections off of that. And then afterwards, when we come back from the break, I've just got a ton of bullet points here that I want to talk about. Um, Mostly good, not all. So as I like to do, you know, where was this game at halftime? You know, at that point, it was 10-10. I thought the Steelers were outplaying them for the majority of the game, but that was right about when New Orleans was starting to get a little bit of momentum. Um, Pickett was 11 for 17 for only 91 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Dalton wasn't much different. He was 12 for 17 for 129 yards. He had thrown, um, a a touchdown, but not an interception at that point. Um, this was a big one, you know, that the saints had five penalties at that point for 45 yards. Steelers only had two, but they were both 15 yarders late in the half. And I thought they were one of the that was one of the sloppy parts of the Steelers game. There wasn't much of it. I mean, that was one of the. I mean, there's only two penalties for thirty yards compared to what New England, New Orleans did in this, this game. That's minuscule. But there was a little section there when New Orleans was getting hot that Steelers had a self-inflicted wound or two. Um, again, at the half, the Steelers had possessed the football for seventeen forty-three out of a possible thirty. Uh, Saints obviously then are a little over 12 12 17 fantastic and that paid dividends late in the game as well yards per play at that point New Orleans was winning that category 5 3 to 4 0 4 0 is pretty low i mean 4 0 is very low but rushing yards Saints had 22 yards on the on the 22 yards on the ground at the half sealers had 82 so sometimes i ignore the halftime stats and i thought about it tonight because the the final stats that we're going to go over now really aren't drastically different. It wasn't a tale of two halves or any of that type of thing. It was just more of the same. But in this case, it was kind of pleasant, you know, because it was building off the first half. And when the, the game was over, Pickett was 18 of 30 for 199. And trust me, we'll talk a lot of Pickett here. Dalton was 17 of 27 for 174. He had a He had a touchdown and two turnovers, two interceptions at that point. Remember, the Saints were the worst turnover differential in the league coming into this. Uh, those two picks didn't help their cause. I was a little shocked. This is two games in a row. I was a little shocked Jameis Winston didn't at least warm up or come in, but Dalton has not been a bad player this year. But, you know. Rushing yards. I mean, blow me over with this. And I know the Saints have not done much in, in the the you know, the run game the last couple of weeks, their O-line's a disaster. But you still hold Alvin Kamara in that running game and Taysom Hill, who was averaging eight yards a carry, to just 29 rushing yards the whole day. That's fantastic. I mean, just run defense, phenomenal. No explosives, you know, phenomenal. Same with the sealer run game. I mean, was it always pretty? No. Were there massive chunk runs of an 80-yarder, 90-yarder? No, and there never will be with this group of ball carriers. But they did have some explosives, 10 yards or more finished the day with 217 on the ground. Uh first time in like 5 years they've had over 200 yards on the ground. And I know the last game was a little bit, well, very much garbage time ish, but they had a lot of running yards, or they had a lot of rushing yards in that game too. So I'm not going to say, "Boy, this is a good running team," but if they can approach average, wow, I mean that could go a very long way. Yards per rush. 50 for the Steelers. Boom! I'll take that. That number's again never going to be drastically high, because you're not going to have a 70 yarder sprinkled in there. 5-0 though is really good for this group of ball carriers, and you hold the Saints to 1-9. I mean, that's probably the difference in the game right there. I mean, just the the run, the run game for both teams is probably the gap in the in the in this the victory. Najee ends the day 20 carries for 99. Certainly was not alone in that though. I uh, had a little bit of the end around stuff. Pickett contributed. Warren looked good, of course. Kamara, on my fantasy team, eight carries, 26 yards. Never had a chance. Didn't really do much of anything. And I tie that in with Chris Olave, three catches for 40 yards. So what did I tell you a hundred times last week, but certainly in the, the game preview uh, on Friday? This offense is all about Kamara and Olave. And if the other dudes ended the game with nice stat lines, but those two don't, hey, I'll take it, I think were my words. So they didn't let the two horses of the offense ever get going. I'm sure that's by game plan. I'm sure when you watch the All-22, the, the strategy defensively revolved around that. Um, only two sacks today, both by Highsmith. Fine. Uh, I mean, against a bad left tackle, um, TJ was obviously, his presence was felt enormously. And I don't want to say Highsmith needs Watt, but makes it a heck of a lot easier when they're worried about the dude on the other side and their left tackle is a pretty bad player. So good work by him. He's certainly a a thumbs up type of guy. Held the Saints to only 10 first downs. They, they They only created a first down on 10 plays. Steelers had 28. Big number. Time of possession when it was all said and done. 38-56. Just under 39 of a possible 60 minutes of possession. Outstanding. And, of course, the Saints are a little over 21. How about this, though? I mean, total opposite of things we talked about early, early in the season. Steelers run 79 plays. 79. 45 plays run by the Saints. Brutal. Balance. (laughs) <laughs> they said this late in the game. There was like five minutes left in the game. And they said, boy, the Steelers are exactly 50-50 in run-pass ratio. Which, as you know, is a rule of thumb. I don't love. I mean, as a rule of thumb across the league, passing is more efficient than running. But some of these teams that are struggling. How many times have I told you? Giants, Falcons, Bears, bad rosters are running for a lot of yards this year. And it keeps them competitive despite not being very talented. So, hey, if it's working, run the heck out of the ball. And when it was all said and done, the Steelers had 36 dropbacks. Six of those were sacks. We'll probably get to that here in a minute. First 43 rush attempts. So, you know, over 50% run calls. And it was working. Great. Yards per play when it was all said and done. We talked about this at the half. It ended up with the Steelers at 4-8. The Saints at 4-1, 10 Saints penalties for 74 yards. Ugh. I mean, that's the one thing. Sure, New Orleans are really light on guys. They're the most injured team in the league. But 10 penalties was really costly for them. Really bad on third downs for the Saints as well. Three out of 12. And 0 for 1 on fourth downs. That seemed like they were always, always, always in third and long, New Orleans. Steelers are pretty good on third downs. Nine for 19. Ideally, that denominator, the 19, you don't want to be super high because you don't want to get the third downs because in the league, a 50% success rate on third downs is phenomenal, which is right about where the Steelers are at and most teams are going to be under. So you don't want to get the third downs. But, you know, you ran 79 plays and only 19 of them were on third downs. That's not bad. You know, nine out of 19. And one for one on fourth as well. So, um. Last little note, stat-wise, is the Steelers ended the day plus two in turnover differential. However, I don't know if you guys have been listening to me long enough to know that I kind of have this Williamson's advanced turnover differential, where I count missed field goals as a turnover, because really you're just handing them the football. We'll get into this stuff in the offseason. And really, miss fourth downs are also a turnover, in my opinion, because you hand the football over to the other team. What's the difference if the play before you fumble the snap and they fall on it? So the Steelers, by everyone else's turnover ratio, was plus two. Great. But they missed two field goals. That brings it to even. And the Saints missed a fourth down. So, and to me, the Steelers were plus one in turnover differential. Um, we'll be back here in a moment Go over some other things Some, uh, some other thoughts I have A little more l- l- Less stat oriented But uh, there we go Okay, these are a couple more not really box score things, but some stats and, you know, stuff I dug up, and then I'll give you my thumbs up, thumbs down, guys. So Andy Dalton was 6 of 11 for 66 yards and two interceptions when targeting receivers aligned out wide, not slot receivers, not tight ends. Alave, remember what we were talking about there? Great work by the Steelers outside corners. You know, I mean, Witherspoon was inactive. William Jackson's on IR. Didn't look like a strong suit. Corners played really well. Uh, I think that's a big deal. You know, six of 11 for 66 yards. I mean, that's great. Um, Oh, I mentioned over the last two games, I didn't have the stat handy, but again, some of it's garbage time against the Eagles, but 361 rushing yards over the last two weeks. Now, are they going to average 180 rushing yards a game? Of course not. But if they could average 120, 110, it's a different world. The explosives, I still have my issues with the explosives. They're the least explosive offense in the league coming into this game. But they had six explosive plays on offense. Four of them were runs, but I also don't see any... Schemed up route combination explosive plays, you know, and that's something we'll talk about more in the week. And I'm not kicking Canada, you know, but I mean, that's what that comes down to. They did have an explosive on a go route down the, the sidelines, they have not been connecting on those and been very predictable about them all year. And you know, the most the best part is four runs of 10 yards or more. Great. Um, like, just to show, i Throwing Canada a little bit of love here. More more slants in this game. Just That's our only note. More slants. Great. <laughs> In-breaking routes. Crazy. And I mentioned it before, so many third and longs for the Saints, which is as much their problem as it is the Steelers playing well, but I was extremely excited about how the defense played. My article this past week for DK was, don't be surprised if this is a top... 10 type of defense the rest of the way, starting with this game. Um, That's ringing true right now. But let's not overlook the opponent either. I mean, totally rebuilt offensive line. Their only starters on the offensive line were the right guard and the right tackle. Ramchek. who I should have thought of this. You know, Pittman and Watt played played together with Wisconsin. They were both first round picks the same year. Ramchek's a tremendous player, the right tackle. I forgot about their familiarity leading into this game, though. Um, I just stole this from Pro Football Focus, um, so don't take it as gospels, but I thought it was worth noting, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. The Steelers had four of the top-graded offensive linemen in this game on first review. Dan Moore, Mason Cole, Kevin Dotson, and Chooks Akorafor. They all ended up with between a 67 and a 75 grade, with Moore grading out the best. Um, And those four let up one sack on the day with just nine total pressures amongst them. So, hey, I mean, you'll take that. They obviously opened some holes in the run game, too. i us have a note here. Great run D without allowing explosives and some big plays sprinkled in from the defense. Fantastic. Again, not a great opponent, but they took away the two best things and didn't shoot themselves in the foot. Had some big plays sprinkled in. you would like a few more. Two sacks is a little low for me on this game like this, but that's all right. Um, Here are some stock up, stock down guys. you got to say the whole run game, and I'm going to start with Najee. I mean, does he look like a pro bowler out there? No. But he ran with conviction. He didn't dance. He ran like a back his size. Clearly, things were addressed in the, the bye week. Throwing Warren in there, of course, just, you know, my, my note here is just Najee Warren run game. But you got to start with with Harris here. He's going to be the bell cow, or he's going to be the primary back. Um, I didn't see this before that note from Pro Football Focus, but I had Mason Cole here as my, my offensive lineman um, that I thought stood out in a positive way, didn't have an easy assignment, um, but it was a quality outing from him. Of course, TJ Watt is a thumbs up. I mean, just impacted the game tremendously in all phases. How can you not say hi, Smith? I mean, he had the two sacks. He's a good player. I mean, he's just a good player. Uh, It'll be interesting uh, way getting ahead of ourselves. When he becomes a free agent, is that someone you invest heavily in? What would he make on the open market? I do think he keeps getting better. KZ with a big play. um, Filled in the Minko role and... Not that we didn't miss a beat with Minka or anything like that, but he was more than fine as your deep middle center center fielder. Um, Minka being out would have definitely worried me much more if this was not the week KZ was coming back. Uh, As mentioned before on the outside corners, I thought Wallace had a tremendous play, but also had a real quality game. Last time we talked about Wallace, it was not so glowing. And Arthur Millette, I mean, easy guy to root for. People pick on him. Played a high-quality game. And this list will grow once I watch this a second time. Um, Stock down. So, we're going to end this on a, on a negative note. But, so what? I have stock down pass protection? Question mark? Actually, let's come back to that. Right, the kicker. Stock down. Boo. Obvious. But, I think we're going to live with him for the next couple of weeks at a minimum. So be it. Hopefully, it doesn't derail what could be a win going forward. But pass pro question mark, thumbs down. Pickett in pocket, thumbs down. Now, I thought Pickett played poorly. You know, I'm not comparing it against other Pickett performances. I'm just comparing against NFL starting quarterbacks and what's needed from them. He made some plays as a runner. He made some throws. Great. His pocket presence, I thought, was really bad. Really bad. Jittery feet, dropping his eyes, moving when he doesn't have to, very quick to move, could step up in the pocket and maintain a throwing posture, didn't, dropped eyes, started to run. Um, very frenetic. I mean, that's a bad word for 99% of the quarterbacks. You want them just sitting there calm, calm helmet. He was very frenetic. Um, I think he made the protection look worse than it was. It's on first blush. I want to watch this again, and he, you know, could have n- navigated things better. I think he could have stuck around in the pocket and made more throws. And young quarterbacks, it's great that they can move. I mean, look at Justin Fields. Like Justin Fields is. A, is really turned a corner and is lighting things up for your fantasy team and his highlights are amazing. He's still very much developing even these last couple weeks from the pocket. And his unbelievable wheels have been a great crutch. And Kenny's not a Justin Fields type runner, of course. But the fact that he can make a play when things don't break when they break down and turn a negative, you know, the ball snapped And for the first two or three seconds, he's playing poorly, and it's a negative play. But he turns it into a 10-yard gain. It's a nice crutch. It's just not NFL quarterbacking, you know. And again, he hasn't started many games. But I expected pocket presence, poise in the pocket, going through your reads, feeling the rush, not dropping your eyes to be a strength because that's where it was early with him. So this was concerning, very concerning. Um, By no means, last negative note, we'll get out of here. By no means am I going to say the red zone woes are fixed for this offense either. I mean, okay, they scored, uh, you know, a, a, a plunge QB keeper. Great. And he's very good at that, by the way. I will mention that. And that's a nice club to have in your bag that the Steelers have not for a long time. And then kind of a goofy, lucky Pickens end around that he cut up In the A-gap and got in But they're they're still one-yard touchdowns Two-yard touchdowns, whatever So by no means am I going to say Boy, they took a nice step in the right direction In the red zone eh, I'm, not, I'm not there yet But good win, of course Battered Saints team You're going to see a lot of teams of this ilk Going forward uh, I will be watching you again tomorrow And coming right back at you But we're now